Welcome to Soul Social with Dr. Makiba and Friends, the soul-nourishing podcast that takes you on a journey of spirituality, self-discovery, and healing. I'm Dr. Makiba, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this metamorphic path toward embracing your purpose, trusting your intuition, and igniting your inner light. In this episode, I'm joined by my incredible friends, Prophetess Latoya Coleman and the talented Prince Prodigal. These beautiful souls have received confirmation of their divine purpose as earth angels sent here to do big work. Listen in as we discuss the profound journey of embracing the light within ourselves, recognizing that we are in fact the light of the world and accepting the call to our true purpose. We touch on trauma and the impact that has on dimming your light. We also talk about Reiki energy healing and how that helps to achieve enlightenment. As you listen to our conversation, reflect on your own journey and the light you're meant to shine upon the world. All right, let's talk. Hello. It's my pleasure to introduce my friends that have joined me today. I'm going to get started with my first friend, Latoya. Holman. Hello, you guys. Latoya is a prophetess and an angel. Believe that. <laughs> and I would love to introduce Prince Prodigal, my other beautiful friend that's joining us. Hey. Hi, guys. Why? He's an angel as well. And he's very talented. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thanks, Father. <laughs> that's right. A very, very talented musician. So I'm excited to get started because our topic of conversation tonight is we're the light we are the light and what exactly does that mean <laughs> i can tell you what it means from my perspective but i'm really interested in hearing what my friends have to say so this is going to be a conversation buckle up and get ready because the ride is just getting started latoya Tell me, what does it mean to you that you're the light? To me, it means that, you know, activation, really, you know, enlightening the things that you or people were so afraid of. Because I feel like since they was in the dark so much, they couldn't really see what their capabilities was, their power, maybe. They was just afraid to move. And once you are the light, it's a lot of things that is enlightened knowledge and, you know, you're shining. And it, it's just, it. it's a gateway to me. You yeah. know, I feel like it's just open to better things and higher capabilities. You're not, not being stuck stagnant right. anymore, so. I know that you've always felt Deeply connected to God, always. How does that feel in a world that's so dark and not open? Well, at first it was weird. It was very weird to me because I felt like the black sheep. But it took for me to really see myself and see the God in me, for me to understand that I am who I am and God made me. Well, he made me, but he said he's within us. So the power is within us. So don't be afraid. 
afraid to be who you are. And I had to really remove the mask off my face and stop being afraid, you know? Press, what does it mean to you when you hear that you are the light? Like, what does that feel like for you? What does that feel like for me? That's a lot, it's a lot of responsibility, but it was given to me in good faith. I do what I'm supposed to with it. I just do what I'm told, you know? It's not difficult. I can tell the difference between I'm trying to act a fool and when I'm doing whatever father needs me to do. It's real simple. I'm a vessel. So I just really do my best to always do what he says and enjoy the little bit of this awful rock that's worth living. In my opinion, I just spread the word that way. You know, my job as my part of the light is to expose the darkness and to show these fools that think God don't love them, that he does, that he loves them even more because of how they are not despite of it. And you're speaking from experience. Oh, yeah. I lived in the dark hole most of my life. The devil had me. I was a prisoner of war on this rock for a very long time. I've only been three, two or three years now, and it's been incredible. I'm making up for lost time, though. God's got me on a good mission, and I'm working hard, and I'm doing very well and being blessed accordingly. The key is listening, right? Obedience is number one. That's it. You just do what he says, and everything else will fall into place. That's really all there is to it experiences impact how bright your light shines. And for me, being in a relationship for 18 years, I could feel myself slipping away. Like there were little pockets of light that my daughter would see. She saw my light fully, but I realized that I wasn't fully living in my my full brightness and that kind of stuff affects your body your pain your mental like it all is related and so I had a breakthrough and that breakthrough was really when God spoke to me for the first time and I was open to that word from him because I chose me I decided that I needed to love myself fully. I needed to choose happiness over doing what people outside of me thought was right. I'm here now standing as bright as I can be and I'm loving it. I'm loving this light. And part of that is that when God spoke to me, he told me that I was put here to bring love and light back to mankind. I was like, oh, me? A little old me? How is that even possible? But it's amazing because the journey that started for me when he spoke to me, I see how people, all of these beautiful people, these friends that I just met recently have come into my circle. They've been drawn to this light. And it's all the people that I know who God has placed in my life on purpose. I would just like to ask you about your journey to get to the point where you are. How did you get it? here how did you get to this place prince let's start with you oh my gosh well oh the shortest version of that i i grew up in hell i guess i, I volunteered to, to come down here and do what i'm doing but i had to go through all the really bad stuff that happens on the rock here yeah. and i learned through all the junkies my parents were real bad junkies and i grew up in a lot of real bad environments and on the streets and I was in the gangs and I was a kid and all that, all, all the good stuff that all of us, all the people who decide to not follow the light do. And I got stuck in a bottle and I was uh, a prisoner of war oppressed by demons for 
oh, over a decade, almost 15 years, I was stuck in a bottle in a trailer. I didn't go anywhere, do anything. I lived on social security and God still took care of me, of course, like he always will. And I've never, never, ever doubted him. All I did during that time was pray that he would let me come home. You know, I didn't even know I was an angel then. I knew that I always knew God, always knew God. I never, I didn't have, once man started telling me who God was, I was like, well, I mean, you're close. Yeah, but I, I know who you're talking about. It was, to me, it was just the thing. I, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I believe the devil and the, the imps that were, were oppressing me convinced me that I was supposed to kill myself. Basically, I was in solitary confinement with torture, self, self-torture, and I drank for 20, I think 23 years straight every single day. And then I quit seven years ago. I went to prison for two years, which was the beginning of God's 10-year plan to get me here. Yeah. I went to prison and then I started to learn how, because when I went to prison, I hadn't even been around people in so long. I learned like how to talk to people. It was very, I mean, I was really put away. I was protected from the world. I didn't understand that I couldn't handle this place. I had no idea what this place was like until the last couple of years. I, I don't know how you guys did it. Oh my God. But anyway, <laughs> so then I get here and he explains to me that I'm, I've made music my whole life and I've been very, I'm very gifted. I'm a, I'm a herald by far. I'm very gifted musically and um, I'm writing and stuff. I have this giant brain that he gave me to use and, and it just puts puzzles together and that's all I do. And I'm very driven to do it. I make, I put out 125 songs in the last two years. There's only 50 some out now because a lot of them were people who didn't work out and I had to take some down, but there, and I have a bunch of videos out on YouTube now. I'm doing really well with that, but it's all, it's all for him. It's all about him. And it's very, it's very war oriented. I let people know <laughs> the people that, that God needs me to tell that yeah. nobody else is going to be able to reach. That's who I'm after. And they're hearing well, it and they're well, loving it. I, I love your music so much because you're really talking to people who have drifted far away from God and you're pulling them back. That's what he told me to do. Well, yeah. And so, yeah, I hear it. I feel it. And I love that. I know that it's hard for you sometimes. Well, I just found out that I couldn't kill myself recently. I've always thought my whole life that I was going to get to kill myself. So I wasn't too worried about it. I was like, okay, when I want to go home, I'll just go home. Once you told me I was an angel, uh I wondered why I wasn't ever able to, and because I've tried and stuff. But once I found that out, and then he really started giving me more of the scoop, I always did what I was told anyway. So once he was like, no, he really can't. It's been a little harder for me. I can't lie because I always was okay with the fact that I could leave when I wanted to. And now I'm like kind of on assignment and stuck, but I'll do what I'm told. I'll do what I'm told. <laughs> so, I was under a bushel for a long, long time. You know, oh, my life was I'm not just hidden. It was almost extinguished, but I was just yeah. like, I was embering under there. Did you listen? And I oh, I'll, I'll always listen. I, I had no choice. I, I, I have no choice. I'm an angel. I don't have a choice. I'm not a human. I don't, I can't do what I want to do. But when I do, I'm not only punished for it, I punish myself for it. And like, what's going to work out for me? Give me a break. Right. Even if I don't, whatever he, whatever he wants to happen is going to happen anyway. Why don't we just That's do nice. it and then help other people do it? And everybody wins. Amen. It's the winningest win-win situation that there ever could be. Like, I don't understand any other way about it. I don't, you know, it's, it's just getting people to understand it. And everybody has to tell people in different ways. That's why we are the light. That's right. I was getting ready to say that the light to me, I didn't really talk too much about what I feel like the light means. But from my perspective, 
And what another thing I love about my friends is that God talks to all of us. So it's all cool. Oh, yeah. But what God tells me all the time is that the light is within us. So when people are struggling and when they're not struggling, we need to ask God to show us the light on a regular basis, just to remind us that we are the light. It's in us. We have the power to pull ourselves out of the darkness. We have so much power in us to pull ourselves out of the darkness. We just have to do it. Trauma is to blame for many things. And it stretches back to in utero, but even past life trauma. You can get to the core of things. And people often blame trauma for the way that they're behaving in the present. And it's true. Trauma affects how we behave in the present. So if we can eliminate it, if we can nip it in the bud, then we can move forward and then focus on our light and get out of that darkness. But I can tell you from full experience, and now maybe I did it too long, but there's no such thing. We know God's plan is exactly how it's supposed to be no matter what. But having that trauma and then experiencing the behaviors and what happens to you because of those traumas and then coming through that and coming into who God made you to be is all part of the process. You know, yeah. that trauma is also here to make us who we're supposed to be. Nothing in this, anywhere in this universe isn't exactly as God made it. One of the things that can help with trauma is Reiki energy healing. With Reiki, people ask a lot, like, how do you know what needs to be fixed? And the energy knows where it needs to go. So I place my hand as a Reiki practitioner in the places that we're taught, the, the chakras along the meridian. But my energy goes to where it's supposed to be to do the work that it's supposed to do. And I don't have to know what all of the issues are in order to help fix it and align it and open people up. Latoya, since you had your first Reiki experience, how do you feel? Tell us about it. I feel like a feather. I really do. I don't know what happened because I was just laying there. And for some reason, I felt like fire in my stomach. And then I felt like everything started to open up. I thought I was floating, to be honest with you. Then I felt it go down to my feet. When it went down to my feet, I don't know what left, but then I felt like a needle or something, a nail. You know how when they, they nailed, um, no, due to the problem, it felt like somebody pulled a nail out of my foot because I felt like I was bound to something. So it's, when it left, it pulled it. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> when she got done, it like, it went back in. And then when I got up, like, I still feel like, I don't know if my nerves, but I still feel like. I feel very light. I feel like I don't know what was on me, but it's gone. Yeah. You know, we talked a little bit about what was on you and it has a lot to do with this light that's been in you for so long and this message that you've had. She is a prophetess, Latoya. Oh. She's been trying to help people understand what's coming for a very long time. So she's been oppressed because she oh, had all of this truth in her body all of this truth all of this knowledge all of this knowing and this desire to share and spread the word today is the day when god said 
it's time for her to fly. So that's why she feels like a feather. Yes. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Congratulations. No, right. Gratitude. I've I really been feeling it because I've been hearing lately, like the door is about to be open. I'm yes. about to elevate. I was dwelling with a lot of traumatic people and I kept carrying them. I kept putting them on me, trying to carry them to where they needed to go. I wanted them to see what they needed to see. I wanted them to open up and be as free as they need to be, but they couldn't. And that's heavy. And it was heavy on me. And like yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm over this. <laughs> I really, I got tired. So I guess today it was meant for me to come around because I heard in the spirit, like, you got to go meet Dr. McKeel again. I was like, okay, spirit, I'm going to go. And I reached out to her today to see how she was doing because God told me I need to check on <laughs> all these folks. Prince was on my list. Toya was on my list. And the list goes on. And I've, I've got so many friends with so much power. And I can't wait for the world to meet them and see them and feel them and know that the truth tellers are here. We have been planted all over the world. And now is the time for us to come out and speak the truth. There are people out there who hear, feel, see, but they've been told that it's wrong. They've been told that it's the devil. They've been told all kinds of stuff to not fully tap into that gift. So they've squelched it. They've shrunken themselves. But that is changing. This time of enlightenment where we are open and knowing that God is speaking directly to us and through us is here. And this is just the start. So with that, I'm just going to say that the battle is coming. We've been in a little bit of a battle, but the battle is really about to light up. So be prepared. Tap into the light in you. Tap into your friends who you know have light in them. Don't fall to the dark side. Don't be confused about who's talking to you. If you feel it, if you hear it, if you see it, Make sure it's God. If you feel drawn to reach out to me, if you feel drawn to reach out to Latoya, to Prince, do it. If you feel called to reach out to any of us, please do so. I'm looking forward to the world changing, to it being brighter and happier. We are getting closer and closer to that happy place for all. I love y'all. Thanks for joining me. I'm looking forward to the next conversation. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Social with Dr. Makiba and Friends. Stay tuned and listen to episode three, where we talk about purpose. Why on earth are we here? Come on, yeah. Rich to Nairobi, rich to Nairobi, rich to Nairobi. Josh, show us the light. <laughs>